We're going to back it right up. Back it right up. the 1700s. We're talking about the first Justin Bieber to ever go on tour. Mozart and his sister, Nanerol. And <laughs> <laughs> Take it serious. <laughs> you are being mean. I'm not mean. I'm just what saying. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Your eye roll? Dude. Those that lyrics, was real contempt. Dude, she hit me right in the Nanerol. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> She's no longer a child. She's an unmarried woman. She needs a man to dick her down. Make some kids. Get your fingers off the keys. Yeah, were you recently in a car accident? For Call sure. for Street 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 and Associates. Call Winnie. <laughs> check it, check. Should I lower it a little bit to five because it's uh, kind of loud? How much? I mean, we're talking right now. We're doing the pie. I mean, just keep it at a. Yeah. Yeah, it really Say is a like a kind of a. It's going to be half a dick's length for me, Charles. Whoa. Otherwise, you won't be able to hear shit. Damn. A dick's length? You'll be in apartment 10B. Chicken Tandy. Our uh, our worker, my coworker, told me his dick size today. Really? Yeah, it's always weird when that happens. You ever have that? I just want to make sure everything's recording. Uh, tell me about your coworker's dick. Nothing. He was just. We were just talking about. I don't remember dick. And he, like, so we just in the truck, dude. When you're in a moving truck, you're just talking about hot girls. Yeah. And uh, we're not really solving the nation's problems in that truck. We were in the truck talking. They were just like. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a six and a half. I'm fine with it. I'm like, all right. I mean, that's fine. It's fine, dude. That's a good size. It's fine. Good for, yeah, good. But it's just weird. When, I feel like it's a little weird when somebody like reveals the full. That's a weird length to reveal, actually. Yeah, yeah. Because that's, that's a length. Are you lying? Are you lying to yourself? <laughs> no, it's like. Being very careful with how I choose my words here. <laughs> that's a length that's almost big. Yeah. So it's like, what are you a really trying to do A girl's not going to be like, here? what? Six and a half? Right, but she'll be happy with yeah. a six and a half. So that's why I wonder. It's like, why would you share that? You'd share that if it's small or if it's ginormous. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I'm swinging 10. Yeah. You know? It's weird to do six and a half. Yeah, I know. You're like, he maybe right. Did he have a bad move? And he needed to just tell somebody? He was, you know what was weird? He was getting a little emotional. <laughs> it's, so s- it's so strange because like some people, sometimes you'll be in a truck and it's mixed with weird conversations because you'll have like this guy like breaking down and being like, and I told her I'm a man with feelings and I feel and then the like I'm in the middle seat and like this guy's pouring his heart out uh-huh. and then the driver. We're all like listening. There's none of us that's like making fun of him. We're just like, yeah, man. Like, yeah. And then uh, that's nice. But then you just be like, look at that ass. Beep, beep. <laughs> and he's like, anyway, so I can't objectify. And you're like, this is. Yeah. This is like roll the window down. Sweet tits. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my mom told me to not contact her ever again. Yeah. Do you think I should try? Yeah. Beep, beep. That's funny. Beep, beep. Fat ass lady. <laughs> it is funny. Like a bunch of middle school kids will like honk. We won't catcall. Go, we'll go beep beep, and then we'll all look at each other. Go. <laughs> <laughs> but it's weird though, from her perspective. It's not scary when a middle school kid does it. I when know. A, when a three truck guys in a moving truck are like beep beep. <laughs> <laughs> Get her in here. You see that glass where you can see more than just our. It, yeah. You see more of a man in the moving truck. Oh yeah. Because it's got a longer windshield. Ooh. So you can be like. Oh yeah. Yeah, you're sitting high. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, her eyes are like ball level with you. <laughs> well, Charles is dead. If you're listening to the <laughs> audio version, Charles is repeatedly wow. getting shot. Well, anybody help me out here? No, I mean, he's taking it like a champ. Yeah. <laughs> Not even screaming. Just taking it like a dude, you Sometimes know? Sometimes the Lord gets you. Hmm. Should we just, yeah, let's just intro the pod now. Um, what's up, Charles? <laughs> <laughs> I like doing the most manufactured 
How you been, bro? Yo, yo, yo. It's yo, the Wing yo, Boys. Yo. It's <laughs> the Wing Boys. Dude, I was on the train watching them. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> Just like two dudes. I never up watched in them. You didn't watch their no, videos? I didn't watch the videos. Man. But they want me on the pod. It's so funny. Hey, man. The Wing Boys? The Wing Boys. Check out it's the Wing Boys. Watch on Instagram, it's like two like 14-year-old kids up in like... No way. Upper... Like the, I don't they're know, children? So somewhere upstate. They got to be like 15 or 16, dude. <laughs> Really? And they're like... They're like bad looking kids right now. And they're just like, they have a slogan and they're serious. They're like, yo, 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 it's Swing Boys. We out here right now. We just went to, uh, they don't prepare. They always go, they always check the, the logo. We just went to uh, uh, Lucky Louie's on 7th. Check them out. All right, we're going to eat a wing. We're going to review it. And then they take a wing and they oh. cheers it and they go and they just eat it. There's no zoom or nothing. Wherever they put the camera is wherever you're seeing them from. <laughs> how far away they are is how far away the video is. <laughs> oh, there's no optic there's zoom. There's no zoom. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about it like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no, you just see, you see their whole porch mm -hmm. and they're just off in the corner and they cheer and they go and they just eat a wing and they go. Their mom's cooking in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had their mom once and she just like didn't know how to be on film. It's hilarious. Sure. Mom would have no idea. There's one. It's and like then a deer the, in He always starts. He goes, yo, yo, yo. It's wing boys. We're at the mall today. <laughs> Paulie's here. It's like some 16-year-old who's going through a weird haircut phase. Yeah. Shaved sides and like a combed over bleach blonde. Yeah, they're trying like, something. Sucks when you're that age when you're like trying to figure out your hair and stuff. And you're like, yeah, ah. yeah. I didn't know. I had a bowl cut. I had the, I had the lettuce. We talked about yeah, that. Yeah, we talked about that. But um, anyway, dude, it's so hot. In it's here. very hot. It's so hot. I feel so bad because like we're doing a late night pod. Yeah. It's 11 p.m. Yeah. Last time we did this didn't go great. <laughs> yeah. It was the pride up that got recorded into a fan. Check the recording. Well, um, yeah, man, we're at, anyway. the, we're at the Roach Palace. We came, dude. The yeah. Oh, I don't know if you want to talk about that. I don't want to make fun of your home. I don't. But care. it's covered in roaches. <laughs> There's so many roaches. Give him the green light. House. He goes zero to sixty. I mean. I had a nickel for every roach. Jeez, what is this? A bug's life? Yeah, I mean, what is going on, dude? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just got roaches in the pipes. You, there's so many roaches in this house that Zach enjoys killing them. Say that. I I have started coping with my infestation by making a game of it. Yeah. I mean, People I understand you're trying to make adapts. lemonade out of roaches here, but it's like it comes out pretty sweet. You should try. I you want to try a glass? You no, want a glass? I don't want to hit one. A glass of roach lemonade? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, legs swoon around. It's yeah. pulp. Yeah, a little pulpy, pulp. a little pulpy. A couple of legs in there. Yeah, and it's so hot. I don't have AC. Yeah, so at least you're Charles came in. He's like, dude, <laughs> I got to take these pants off. And I said, why are <laughs> yeah, you waiting? And he goes, well, I need some shorts to put on. And I go, oh, damn it. Uh, fine, you can put these shorts on. I was trying well, to get Charles. Well, then you gave me your shirt khaki shorts. I was like, <laughs> saving these I for gave your him wedding, my Sunday buddy. best. Yeah, I know. I gave him my Sunday <laughs> best. These took out the crease in them. <laughs> And I got the sweatiest, hairiest ass on this east side of Brooklyn. Yeah, I was I like, I don't want a tan hat with a blue ribbon also on it. they were tan, and if I fucking sweat, it's going to start showing. Yeah. <laughs> people who watch the video are going to be like, what's going on with this guy? <laughs> Charles starts leaking at minute starts 23. Starts staining all those new khakis. <laughs> it's so hot. You ever piss yourself in khakis? I've done it before. Have to hide the most obvious stain in the world? Woo. I don't know. I always wash my hands, and I get... Ah! I get uh, droplets on my khakis, yeah, but you've actively pissed your khakis? I did when I was a kid. I, I think I told that story on the pod when I was at recess, and I I never liked going to the bathroom because I felt like it wasted so much time during recess. So I Can't one time waste I valuable slide time. Slide time. Well, this time I went under the slide to pee. Yeah. But the incline of the slide. Have I told this before? Was steeper than I thought. <laughs> so I'm bending over. I'm nearly ninety degrees with respect <laughs> to my legs. I pee all over my torso. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> they ring the bell. Recess is over. I, I saved hardly any time. <laughs> I go to the principal because they see I'm wet and smell like ammonia. I, I go to the principal. I walk to the principal's office covered in my own piss. Sit down. Are you like crying? Still in piss. No, I'm in shock. I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe they caught me. I can't believe I didn't stop when I started peeing on myself. I can't believe I'm not dreaming. I was expecting the principal to turn into my dad and shoot us both or something, you know, just like a crazy dream. But he was like, Zach, what, what were you thinking? What were you <laughs> I thinking? Like, I just wanted more recess. <laughs> this is really a story about how I got the kids to unionize for longer recess because all the other kids after that point said, you know what? If he's pissing himself, I'm pissing myself. Nice, and they everybody. pissed in solidarity. And uh, I got about 60 kids shorts wet that day. That's a nonviolent piss test. Yeah, man. That's civil piss obedience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really stunk up the class that day. No, but that was super embarrassing. I don't even know what I did. I think, I, like, I don't even know if my mom came and gave me a change of clothes or what. But They probably had, like, a big red shirt. The I pissed myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give them the Clifford. A bit Everybody has a in school knows what it means. <laughs> I pissed my torso. <laughs> it was See, also Zach, my shorts. He must have pissed all over his torso. <laughs> no, dude, they don't give you that shirt for anything. It's dragging. Someone has to hold his train like he's getting married. <laughs> it's so big. It's such a big shirt. Lane Bryant had to give it away. It was too big. Rumored it was a fourth grader who had elephantitis and left it here years ago. <laughs> he drowned in the pool. <laughs> on the roof, yeah, there's one. Did you not know? He drowned in it. Yeah. Um, Talk about water for elephants. The only thing... You uh, read that book? <laughs> 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 you ever read that book? Yeah, me neither. My mom did. Good night. You know about it, though? Yeah, Edward... Yeah, uh, pretty cool title. The movie is the guy from the vampire movie. Twilight? Robert yeah, Pattinson? Yeah, Robert Pattinson is in it. He's good. He's Batman. Yeah. yeah. He's packing? He's Batman. Oh, I thought you said <laughs> he's packing. <laughs> I was like, wow. Six and a half. I ever tell you guys? I ever tell you guys I'm six and a half? Should we say our size on three? One. <laughs> two. No, I'm not doing it. It's too much for the public we'll to handle. We're going to do a, uh, a closing scene and go fizzle into our Patreon. All right, let's say our size on three. Ready? One. I'm really going to do it. Okay. One, two, three, four. <laughs> 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 anyway, we got to get into the podcast. Well, today. hold on. There was one more other thing I wanted to say about catching up. Okay. Oh, dude. So I was Catch biking home. I was biking home this week and uh, I've been really proud of myself. I'm trying to give myself credit for really laying back on the weed. Do you notice a difference? Yeah, you suck. No, no, I don't. I don't. I noticed. Yeah, but I just haven't seen you. Uh, Gabe would probably be able to tell a little bit more. It seems like you're getting a ton of work done. I'm getting a lot of work done. Yeah. And I'm feeling better just mentally and stuff. And so I'm biking home. Oh, it was after the tiny cupboard set. I smoked. I biked home. I actually thought of a bunch of tags. So I'm like, look, man, if you're going to smoke, you got to listen to your set on your bike. And then that's going to just cause you to high think of tags, which I did. And so every few minutes I was stopping to like record into the voice memo. So it probably took like twice as long. But going through Prospect Park and I'm stopping again to leave myself another voice note because you remember nothing when you're high. Yep. It's important to record yep. the nonsense that's yep. flowing out of you. I agree. And then I hear these kids laughing and then I just hear <laughs> right next to me a water bottle. The Sani water bottle has been thrown. Lands pretty close. Like, wow. like slides up to me. Wow. I think this is how I handle the situation. I want to know how you would handle the situation. I'm on my bike. I'm shirtless. I'm a, I'm a clear target. I have my helmet on, no shirt, talking on my phone, on a bike, stopped in the middle of Prospect Park. 
Hit that kid with a water bottle. Yeah, hit that guy. That guy's wearing that's a... That's a perfect target is what you just described. Yeah, man. That's a red, white, concentric yeah. circle. Target. So they throw it at me. They miss. I don't say anything. I go into my fake phone call or whatever. I'm like, yeah. all right, they're throwing water bottles at me. I'm just going to uh, <laughs> get on going here. And uh, yep. So I get on my bike and I start riding. They throw another one. It goes way wide. 10 feet away from me. 20 feet away from me. Mm -hmm. I know they're not going to hit me at this point. I turn around and go, you got to work on the aim. Like a classic dad. Yeah. Very. That's what a guy in your outfit would say. I actually grew two kids that day. You what? I, I actually went home to my apartment and there were two fully grown children. Wow. Yeah. Because I'm a dad now. And they started jumping up and down and shit. I was also like. Jumping gonna, up and down. Well, you know, they were like, he said something. Uh, it was like six, 17 year olds. He noticed us. But I think that was a good move because I think I didn't want to say something right when they first threw the water bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't want to embolden them when they're in range. I needed to get some distance before I made any kind of comeback. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't want the ringer coming out from the, the, the bushes with a boomerang like, yo, you're dead now, mate. Mm. And I'm like, fuck, he's Australian. He knows how to use this thing. <laughs> Kunk. Through the helmet. G yeah. Through it's the an armor-piercing boomerang. You fuck. Hog Tommy up, take me back to their lair. Do what to me? I don't know. I didn't want to find out. So I waited until they threw the second bottle and I knew I was in the clear. Whew. I think well, that I was think a good strategy, right? I think that's right? a good strategy, for sure. I really patted distance. myself on the back for that. Nice. Yeah, I was like, you know what? That was the perfect way to do it. That was this cool. This is how I said something to them. You survive. They're going to remember it. I'm safe. That's what I realized. I've had some teens do some wild stuff in New York, in my area, and uh, there's a number of teens that when they reach that number, they can kind of do anything. Very true. Kind of break any law around you. Yep. There were some teenagers I got on the subway. The guard the to prisoner ratio gets yeah, a little dangerous. Yeah, a little sketchy. Yeah, you're like ah, fuck. They start talking to each other, planning, sharpening spoons, sharing in their own language. Yep. I uh, I was on the subway and like six teenagers came on. Looked like a bunch of uh, like if Adam Adam, Adam Hamada was sixteen. <laughs> okay. And uh, they got in the train car and they grabbed a little loudspeaker and they kept flickering the lights and they were like, "Tonight we die." I hope your blood is worth losing. Oh and I was like, oh, my God, are what we going to die? And uh, then they came out, and the train stopped. The train, like, broke, and we, like, stood there for 20 minutes. The train broke. train broke down. You're like, is this part of their plan? They killed three people. Oh, shit. But uh, nobody could do anything because there were six of them. Yeah. What? I'm sorry. This is just isn't recording. Sorry to cut your story off. Started from when? The, what did they say? They just came on the train and then they went to the train car and they grabbed the microphone and they were like, and "Hold were on, what? There's a microphone in the train?" Yeah, I know it's right. I didn't know. Is there a sign up? Is there a list? How do I get on? I think you got to know a guy. I think you got to bum rush the A with yeah. seven friends. Yeah, it's one item minimum too. It sucks. There is that weird. <laughs> you gotta. <laughs> what do you buy? <laughs> the conductor comes around with uh, yeah. stolen goods. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody want to buy three loose batteries? Fully charged. Found last night on the 7 Express to he, Forest Hills. He comes by. He's like, I'll take two. Oh, that's his real voice. I didn't know that. <laughs> that would be a funny sketch. If people who conduct trains all have this weird same voice disease. It sounds like Charlie Brown's teacher. Yeah. Yeah, put those guys in the train. It sounds like the dirt that goes around Linus. Yeah. It just squiggles. That's our solution to people with that problem. Uh, yeah, you got an easy, instant job. It's like when you see a... Certain people at grocery stores, and you're like, yeah. You're perfect for this. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be here forever. You see him outside on a bench, just like putting a melon in nothing. I know what you need. <laughs> this guy's a human claw machine. He just needs a machine. Let's plug him in. How's $8 a day? <laughs> <laughs> you mean it? <laughs> I do.
I do. No way. I've only ever seen a five. <laughs> you like you paid in Gatorade Zero? <laughs> sure, kid. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, let's get into the app. I, I guess we don't have any, uh, any other things. Uh, I'll intro it. I feel like you've been introing it a lot. Intro, baby. Did I? No, actually, I introed the last one. Do you want to try it? Do you sure. want me to do it? Welcome to the podcast, everybody. I hope you're uh, relaxing right now because we got a late night smooth pod coming yeah. to you about no, but I was trying to say, <laughs> oh, there we go. None other than. None other than. Nanoral. Nanoral. Mozart. You'll find out who that is. That sounds like a prescription drug. Nanoral. <laughs> yeah, I'm on Nanoral. Do you have do heartworms? You? Take Nanoral. It's like an antidepressant. Have you, have you acquired heartworms from eating your dog's ass? Well, with just two scoops of Nanoral, <laughs> you can be worm-free in up to 60 days. Try Nanoral. I know that sounds like a long time, but these worms are persistent. What are, it is a disgusting It's a strange, it's a horrible it's name. It's a horrible I mean, name. She's from Austria. We're going to cover Mozart's sister, by the way. This is Welcome to the Pod. Yep. Uh, we cover the siblings of famous people. We did Pride last week. That was very fun. It was, our, yeah, it it was, was trying. Very, yes. Not because we're homophobic, <laughs> because it was difficult subject-wise to get through, just because of my beliefs and who I think's going to heaven and hell. But mainly because we initially recorded it and then it fucked, and we don't need to. A whole we thing. don't need to live in the past. We need to live in the past. We're gonna we got an episode. zoom to the future and then back that right up to uh, the 1700s. <laughs> back that right up. Back that right up. We're gonna. This is what we're gonna do, guys. First, <laughs> we're right. gonna zoom to the future. <laughs> Then, it's once complex. we're there, we're going to back it right up. Back it right up. the 1700s. We're talking about the first Justin Bieber to ever go on tour. Mozart and his sister, Nanerol. And <laughs> <laughs> take it serious. <laughs> it sounds like a rodent that rips up Nanerol. your garden. I got Nanerols. Fucking Nanerols. No way. You're not even allowed to uh, exterminate hey, them. You want to come over today? Lisa's going to bake her famous chocolate Nanerols. <laughs> her honey glazed Nanerols. <laughs> Did you get a Nanerol, Graham? <laughs> Were there lumps in the nanoral? How was the nanoral? I feel like it was a bit dry. Dude, she hit me right in the nanoral. And I was <laughs> like, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean, boys? It's everything. Nanoral's like, uh, you ever go to Philly and they say John? John? It's like the word they're proud of. J-A-W-N. It's J- like their word. John? Oh, I have heard that. It's disgusting. It is gross. They think it's so fun. John. It's even John. gross to spell. We a hot John. I'm like, what? John is like person, place, or thing. Ugh. It's disgusting. They think it's so cool. Nanoral's where it's at. Nanoral is the new John. Nanoral's the new John. N- Nanor- Move over, John. That thing is so nanoral. <laughs> but anyway, uh, also when we talked about this, so there was, I think, a big reason for me why I liked learning about Mozart's sister is, first of all, she's a prodigy. Yeah. With another prodigy? This dad's doing some cool stuff. <sighs> he's got the he's, dad's, he's got a gold mine in that Holy sack. hell. Yeah. But I think he really is. He yeah. Uh, yeah, the dad was a dedicated teacher. Dedicated teacher. He was a violin. He was a musical instructor. So these kids were reared in, uh, and I'm not talking about in the ancient Greek sense. These these kids were classically trained in music and had a knack for it. Yeah. So immediately, and I don't. I mean, it's got to be half them, but it's also got to be like their dad the really dad had to, yes. really pulled it out. Yes, of them. the dad definitely knew how He's to do it. He's got the uh, very interesting, the Midas touch. Yeah, she was a prodigy. Her dad, Leopold, uh, just to back up, she was born in, just to back right up. Just to back right up to We're the We're not going to I can't stop looking at Usher in sunglasses. <laughs> He's in like double sunglasses. He's in a welder's mask right now. Sorry, John. No, turn He's it in off. He's a BDSM <laughs> outfit right now. His tiny desk. Oh, wow. He's got a double choker. Fucking, that's a guy Sorry, sorry, Nanerol. You've been on the sidelines. You can be on there for a little longer. Yeah, we got to f- talk Usher. fucked a lot of women. Is that what that means? I think so. 
He's wearing like six dog collars. I mean, they it looks like are. he needs that to breathe. You know, that's like a Darth Vader apparatus. He's in an iron Look lung. up Usher's Tiny Desk concert and tell me that he doesn't need that to, to sustain life. To hit those notes. Yeah, I mean, I think that he's installed auto-tune in his throat. It looks like a bunch of pipes are plugged in every night like Mewtwo. <laughs> he sleeps in a tank full of, I don't know what. Probably Mewtwo. <laughs> usha, usha. Plug it right in. Okay. All I know is, is the song, yeah. Do you remember when you found out the song? We need to get it in the podcast. But do you ever remember finding out this, the metaphor in the song, yeah, that little John says about coming in a girl's face? What? Where they're like, uh, bend her over and I'll milk the cow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I missed that one. <laughs> Someone told me that when I was like 18 and I was like, What? I was like, milk the cow. What else could that mean? He's, He's a farmhand. <laughs> little Farmer John. A little Farmer John. <laughs> E-I-E-I-O. Uh, getting into Nanoral. Well, w- uh, f- let me ask, what do you know about Mozart? You know you know any of his work? No, not really. You ever listen to it? It's pretty good. No, I've listened to some Mozart because, I, yeah, I have listened to Mozart. Just Zach's hot take. Mozart's In the womb. Good. <laughs> yeah. Well, it clearly didn't I take. turned out great. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But I think his mom <laughs> played corn in the womb. Wait! <laughs> I'm going into labor. Just wait! Your your friends your friend comes over to your house, checks in on your wife in the room. There's headphones on the womb. You're like, oh, what are you listening to? And she's like, oh, do you want to take a listen? Sure. Follow with the button. <laughs> <laughs> System of a down. Which songs are you singing? I don't know. I just know his his speech pattern is like. Oh, okay, okay. You don't know the words to that song? You want to do? I know that part. Charles only exported the second audio track. He missed the main parts. You wanted to? Yeah. What is he? What are the words? Wake up! Why don't you just put a little makeup? Why'd you leave your keys, were your keys up on the table? <laughs> I can't say it, but here you go creating another fable. You wanted to. All right. Dude. <laughs> See? I, I had the first three. No, it's good. You are just being like, mean. I'm not mean. I'm just what saying. What the fuck was that? <laughs> your eye roll? Dude. Those that lyrics, was real contempt. Those lyrics are hilarious. But okay. They just don't make sense, but he gets to say them fast. I feel like you're criticizing me. No, I'm criticizing the... Wake up. Why don't you put on a little makeup? Why'd you leave your keys, keys up, up on, on the, the table? table? Here you go creating another fable. Something about a da 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 shake up. You, you wanted, wanted to. to. There we go. That part's fun. That is fun. Okay, let's get into Anna. Nanoral. Uh, <laughs> can't get past the name. It's just Her so funny. Her nickname is Nanoral. Just I'm so going to scroll to the part where I, I actually uh, talk about her. So she was born in Salzburg in modern-day Austria, but it was then the Holy Roman Empire. Okay. It was wa- it was waning. It used to be huge. It used to span from, like, Finland to, like, the tip of Italy, encompassing France even. So, like, that whole region of Europe was the Holy Roman Empire, but that was like in the thousands. So now it's just like Austria, Germany. So she's born in Salzburg. You ever been to Austria? No, have you? I haven't either, no. but it seems seems nice. Uh, four years older than Wolfgang. She's the oldest of seven, Nanoral, five of whom died. Jeez. So it's her and Wolfgang. That could have been seven prodigies. That's like if all the Jackson maybe, Five died. Well, how do you think they got so special? Maybe, maybe, maybe. Just hear me out. Maybe. Dude, I'm just saying this is possible. Yeah. Maybe the dad kills the ones that aren't prodigies. That's what I was... Oh, actually, I was going to say he cuts open their hearts, feeds them to the strongest. 
That's what happens. Yeah, he sees the strongest ones. Yes. Kills the ones that aren't going to be musically inclined. He puts every child at one year old on the harpsichord. Yep. Sees what they do, throws them off a cliff accordingly. Says play ode to joy. Mm-hmm. And then if they don't make it, they become food for the smarties. Yeah. I'm just saying the dad probably killed five kids. That is what we're saying. Leopold uh, Mozart was a, was a great teacher and taught... Jesus Christ, these fireworks. Taught... Uh, taught Wolfgang and Nannerl. At seven, Nannerl started learning the harpsichord. Do you know what a harpsichord is? Yeah, it's the harp, right? No. Okay, what is it? You do not know what a harpsichord is. It's a combination of a piano and a guitar. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. It's very expensive. It's smaller than a piano. It's usually ornate. Like, if you you put a shrink ray to it, you could definitely see it as, like, a fun little desk piece, you know, just like a fun thing to put on your dresser. I know you're talking about. So, it's, it's smaller than a piano, but you know how a piano has strings that... Technically, it's a percussion instrument because it, a hammer hits the string and vibrates the yeah. string. So pianos have hammers. Harpsichords have picks. Yeah. So it plucks the string. And it's very... Did you ever play RuneScape? I don't think you did. No, my sister did. Do you know what the music sounds like? Kind of, yes. It's very... I want to play a harpsichord. It's very. It's like a foofy piano. Okay. It's like a froofy Renaissance era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a very like whimsical, yeah, harpy piano. They're small. I think they had like small versions of pianos back then, because she played the harpsichord and the piano forte was just like a mini mini piano. Where's my notes? At 13 years old, she toured with a nine-year-old Wolfgang on an 18-month concert run throughout Europe. So Leopold coached these kids up to the extent that they were playing in front of royalty, in front of kings, counts. What's up? So. When they're on tour, a lot of people say that uh, Nannerl is the better performer. There's a lot of mm-hmm. notes and letters written about her. Even the dad, I think, said, like, she, my daughter plays at the greatest of ease. I got some the quotes. Most, yeah, the most difficult. Is that it? I got some quotes. <clears throat> my little girl plays the most difficult works we have. This incredible precision and so excellently. What it all amounts to is this, that my little girl, although she is only 12 years, 12 years old, is one of the most skillful players in Europe. Pretty sick. And Pretty Carl awesome. von Zinzendorf. Famously. Love a good Zinzi. Gotta love a good Zinzendorf. Yeah, pour me some Zinzendorf because uh, I'm, I'm feeling frisky. The little child from Salzburg and his sister played the harpsichord. The poor little fellow plays marvelously. He's a child of spirit, lively, and charming. Talking about Wolfgang. His sister's playing is masterly, and he applauded her. It's amazing. Wolfgang looked up to her. He's le- she's like the LeBron yes. of the harpsichord. Yeah. She's so good. She's, she's a master at 13 touring Europe in front of royalty. Which is why... So Nobody knows about this woman. Yes. I'd never even heard of Sister, let alone a fellow prodigy it's who's like a, as good as Mozart. Like He's one of the young, best in the world. Like a young Beyonce or young Adele. And being like, how does nobody... Well, nobody remembers. It's like if Solange was worth a damn. Boom! 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 Boom. Who's lighting off fireworks now? <laughs> Go ahead. Um, On so to you. This is what I... <laughs> I, I, you I I'm fresh out of tags, boys. <laughs> that was the best one for that riff. And I'm and we gotta have... move on to history. Sometimes you just gotta move on to history. Sometimes you just gotta zoom it on back hey, to a little bit of history. You don't zoom it on back, you back it on up. Back it on up to you a little s- bit of history. Yeah. Welcome to a little bit of history <laughs> with Zach and Chuck, brought to you by CNZ's Organic Honey. Uh, it's our own. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like bees. You don't like bees? Do you like bees? No, I hate bees. I mean, they're they're valuable. They're important. We need them, I guess. We have to save them. People want to save. I'm I've fostering only s- a bee. I've only been stung once. Really? By he- the bee I fostered? You killed him. That means because he died. His stinger. Show me your ass. He loves the ass. <laughs> the bees? Oh yeah. 
He, uh, they love I, an ass. I, I stepped on a bee that was taking a nap. I think. Oh. I know. I, I think I stepped because I stepped. <laughs> makes on, me pretty sad. I stepped on the. I stepped on it and I felt like a prick. I thought it was like a rose thorn. And then I get up and there's a thorn in my foot and a bee going, oh fuck! And then. <laughs> <laughs> so I think he fell asleep face down, ass oh. up. Damn. Face down, stinger up. And I just happened to take a step on his ass. And then he woke up going, oh, shit. I got to get out of here. I, well, I, uh, I freaked out because I had never they been They die stung. when the stinger comes out. Oh, I, I kept him on my foot. I hopped. Oh, good for you. I was outside, and I hopped over to a uh, – I'd never been stung before, so I was, like, in panic mode. And it was weird to see. Oh, am I allergic? Yeah, exactly. Were you worried you were going to die? Yes. Really? And then I – so I so ran Italian over to, like, a you. little wall in my backyard, and I <laughs> scraped him to death. Oh, and then no. I just was, I, nobody was home, so I was just like, <gasps> you're doing all the things that you're like, is my throat closing? Was there fentanyl in that bee? <laughs> Did somebody get that bee tested? <laughs> that bee have AIDS? <laughs> you have HIV. <laughs> Print it. B for buzz. So <laughs> okay, so. No, hold on, I'm seeing if I got any other bee things. Uh, uh, so <laughs> I'm trying to think. Susan of B killed me. No, uh, got it, got it there. Yeah, I got us out of the moment. I was, I, I tried to move on too quickly. Okay, we oh, got okay. a marinade in the yeah, riff. I'm sorry, that was on me. That was on me. I so put it in the like oven too soon. How many times have you been stung? I haven't been stung that often, but it is kind of scary because yeah, I, I don't know. It hurts like a bitch. It's strange though, too. To me, it freaks me out that some bug was like die. And I'm like, damn, dude. That yeah. bug was like, fuck you so much. Fuck I'm gonna guy. kill myself. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. That'd be like if I wanted to slightly annoy you, I throw a toaster in my bathtub, <laughs> and then it like static shocks you. It electrocutes yeah. me. Yeah. And you're like, what was that? No matter what, you die. Right. Zach. <laughs> um, he don't. He's, he doesn't even know it was me. Must have been a ghost. <laughs> uh, you know what I? Uh, now I am. Did you ever? Uh, I never mind. I was gonna tell a ghost story, but we should keep talking. Yeah. So this yeah, is my point. Follow the Patreon if you want any ghost content. Yeah, if you want any ghost content. I'm trying to fucking pump you pieces of shit for the, all the 250 a month you're worth. Please do it. It's 250. It's 250. As I was recording the last episode, trying to get people to listen to the Patreon, I was like, 250 for just 250. 250 a month. It's a it's month. Nothing. We're making so little money. The least you could do is contribute to it. It's so low. You and won't even notice. You won't even notice. 250. That's on your couch right now, guys. Ten quarters. I've done the math. It's 10 quarters. <laughs> <laughs> How many nickels is it? I know you're checking it at your calculators. You better keep your eyes on the road. It's 10 quarters. Keep your eyes on the road. It's 10 quarters. This is drive time. We're talking Nanoroll. I, I don't know if you want to get into this now, but it was written. Tell me. That at some point, they go on tour. They tour for, they go to like, what was it, 18 months, you said? They 18 go to months. like fucking 90 countries. They're on yep. the road. They're very young. To 14 and a half. They're the on dad's tour. with them. And I think the mom is with them at some point, yep. right? And then uh, at some point, Wolfie surpasses I never Nanaril. read this. At some point, uh, this is this what they uh, say that they do. Charles You're fucking all Anarol right now. Yes, Charles hates women. You, I'm gonna come back to let you know why Anarol is the reason that I think he progressed. Okay. Uh, okay. Didn't want to give it away, but you're being a little too. You kind of won't let me. S I'm gonna say, quote Jordan Sparks. How am I supposed to breathe with no air? You're not giving me any air. I Tell put me the how mic am I supposed down, to breathe with no but air. But now I have to pick it up to you know address that song? the Jordan Sparks shade. Let's sing it together. One, two, three. Tell, Tell me, me how am I supposed to breathe with no air, air, air. How <laughs> do you expect me? Certainly can't. Certainly she, can't sing with no air. She's from Arizona. Very cool. Glad I know that now. So at some point during the tour, <laughs> it was written about that Wolfie surpassed Nanarol in skill. 
I also heard that Wolfie was a better composer mm-hmm. and that Nanerl did not want to be a composer. Okay. This chick just likes playing music. She don't want to make the music. She, she likes hitting them keys. Yeah, she likes hitting the keys. She likes jamming out. But I think that Wolfie became a better composer because just like many of our uh, topics on Overshadowed, the sibling jettisons them to greatness because the Leopold started Interesting use of jettison. Right. I think that's, uh, that's J- slingshot. If you want to go Ricky Bobby, I'll on take a kid. sling. Yeah. Yeah. Jettison. I feel like jettison's like when a escape pod shoots off of an aircraft when it's about to blow up. Okay. You know, I guess that works. Yeah. Slingshot jettison. Hey, take me there. Leapfrog. Uh, lead the way, man. But when, uh, so because the Nanerol was able to play, the, I think she got taught the harpsichord at eight or six. Something between yeah, six yeah, and eight. seven, actually. So, so was it seven? Split the diff. Yeah. Let's restart the pod. Charles got the uh, fuck, fuck, age fuck. wrong. You guys just want to l- listen to Usher's Tiny <laughs> Desk? Since Nanerol was taught around like seven to play the harpsichord and was very good at it, Leopold started with Wolfie at like three. Mm, but now right. since, so it's his his brain is more malleable then. Yeah. But I think it was. Squishy little brain. He was able to get better because. Nanerol's got a gumball. Y- what'd you say? Nanerol's got like a jawbreaker. At this exactly. Point, yeah. They're both learning from the dad, but Nanerol has the experience and can relay this information in a more understandable way to a younger kid. Ah. So she's teaching him what she already knows, oh. and also the middleman as far as like sh- he means this. You don't, you know, just do it like this. Yeah. He had like two teachers. Okay, I buy that. And then he was able to progress that much That's better. That's a slingshot if I've ever heard. That's it. a slingshot. And I mean, a lot of people the don't. Dad think is the wood. Nanerol's the rubber. And Wolfgang's that little marble that yep. you're shooting at your teacher. Yep, that flaming arrow that you send across the Flaming city. arrow with a slingshot. He's gay, right? Bloatsart is what they call them? <laughs> nope, I'm just questioning your use of an arrow in a slingshot. I just picture it as like a war cry. Like the... Oh, like Mulan, yeah. Starts the avalanche. Yeah. Yeah, sick scene. But I think I read Stop the pod right now, go watch that scene, come back. Please. Wasn't that sick? Continue. <laughs> I think that's true. I read articles that uh, beg to differ... That Nanerol had no effect on the articles. Beg you to differ. They wrote Charles, I be- please. I beg of you. I beg of you, I to, beg differ. Of you to differ. Anything. With, what do they beg you to differ? They with? say that she had no impact on him. Yeah, there is. It, he would have been it just happens as great. when when people are this famous, like Mozart, who's like one of the. He's he's like a constellation in the sky of composers. He's like one of the big ones. Yeah, he's on him, the Rushmore. Beethoven. He's he's on the Rushmore. I would say at least of the Romantic period, like Beethoven. Mozart, they were contemporaries. Mozart was like 30 when Beethoven was a teen. I wonder if it was sick. I wonder if it was like seeing Steve Aoki back then. Like, you, like I wonder if it was like that level of coolness. He was creating a new genre because I took this music class in college. It was very cool. It was like hard, harder than a lot of people wanted it to be. They're like, I'm taking a fucking music class. I thought this was going to be easy. And it was music history. So we learned everything from Gregorian chant to um, jazz, like Bitches Brew wow. by uh, the trumpet player, Miles Davis. And in the middle, of course, we did all like the like Beethoven sonatas. We learned about all this shit. And right after the Baroque period, which is kind of like what I played you, the, like the harpsichord, like it's like it's 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 kind of emotionless. It's just like background carnival noise. You know what I mean? It's like literally a Renaissance fair uh, soundtrack. Weird. I wonder but, where that happened. But then romance is uh, romantic. The romantic period is like Mozart, Nannerl, 
Beethoven, where it's like, dun, 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 it makes you feel something. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, fuck, we're going on a ride, baby. Let's go and watch this live. You're hopping on the Willy Wonka boat. The only connection that I really have to classical music is when I, I had my grandpa's car at one point, and there was a classical music mm. CD that was yeah. stuck in it, so I always was. Sometimes you'll be fidgeting with the radio, and you come upon a classical, oh, nice. and you just keep it, and you're, you're like, look at me. Yep. Wow. Pretty smart, I guess. Pretty smart guy. May as well drive with the windows down so everybody can see how smart I you am. You really do pump, uh, pat yourself on the back for being so sophisticated. Do you ever do this? For drive? surfing the channels and yeah. just deciding ah, to stay. Maybe I'll play with this a little bit. Mm -hmm. Just because I don't want to listen to Barchata. Yeah. Let me get some flutes and strings in the mix. So really quick, what do you think? Does she have an impact? Oh, yeah. So, okay. In terms of being a child, I don't know. I think that's very plausible that if Leopold's teaching her and him, she's also going to like help him out and like be like a buddy to him. Because they did have a good relationship. But oh, what I was saying is when people get this famous and when it's this far in the past, the 1700s, there's like differing accounts because all that we have to go off of is letters. You know, it's letters between the families, which yeah. is crazy that people keep. Yep. I delete my deleted items. I know, in my email. So you know what I mean? Texts you know, would be the equivalent now. It's probably their equivalent of texts. Of texts where Check like the they text. look back at the text between me and my mom. It says you read it. But it's funny, they would think, like, there's a, we'll get into this, but there's some, there's the letters that Leopold ends up sending Mozart. This is probably going to be on the Patreon, FYI. But the letters that Leopold sends to Mozart when Mozart's courting this woman who's not nobility, it sounds like he's a degenerate dropout wow. who, who's like a fuck up. Who's like Jesse Pinkman, he's ruined his life, he had such a good thing, and he's like, what are you doing marrying this musician's daughter? Wow. But Mozart was like a genius composer yeah. touring the country. He doesn't need... But if you just go off the letters and not his achievements, you think this guy's a fucking uh, douchebag. So Did it's weird respond? that all you have is, is people's letters sometimes. I love going... I mean, it's difficult to do this in museums because there's so many other things to look at. But it is interesting to read the letters of what people were actually writing. I yeah. do love those letters. Yeah. Like the first, the primary documents of like how these real people felt hundreds of years ago. Um, and we'll get into this, but Mozart loved poop jokes. He loved, he, I, I have some letters I'll read you later. They're insane. It's truly crazy how Whoa. much shit is in these letters. There's a total of 39 passages in letters he's written that include a substantial amount of poop. Huh. It's weird. It's very strange. But it's also kind of in the German zeitgeist at the time. Zeitgeist, poop? I think, is German. Yeah, poop jokes. That's hilarious. It's, we'll get into that, but... Um, do I think that Nanorill contributed to Wolfgang's success? There's a guy who analyzed Wolfgang's work, and so many of them are written under Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, but some of them are written under Amadeus Wolfgang Mozart, and they're a little different. And he thinks that Nanorill composed those and gave them to Wolfgang as a vehicle for having them played. Yeah. Because the problem is that after Nanarol, you know, and, and, and her brother went on this amazing tour, she's this child prodigy getting so much acclaim, she's so skilled, she turns 18, she can no longer tour. Yeah. Because of the propriety of the times. It's not proper for a woman. She's no longer a child, she's an unmarried woman. She needs a man to dick her down, Make some kids. Get your fingers off the keys. And into it. It's time to get some cum, darling. You know, you got to put a ring on it. Get some load shot up in you. That's what life was. It sucked. She's a fucking, she's, she's a equal to Mozart. Yeah. Let's say at least equal to Wolfgang and was just sidelined. But I read she kind of liked it. Really? I read that she was like, she was cool with being. Of course he would. <laughs> Charles always given the toxic male oh, so you perspective. you didn't read her letters? I she heard said? she liked it in the kitchen making Sammy's for Motsi. 
She said it was kind of like, a, I don't know, a cold cut piano out there. <laughs> she was making masterpieces. Don't know what that means. Making a sandwich is like. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's like playing the cold cut <laughs> piano. Okay. The ham accord. Can I have a ham and cheese accord, babe? And a beer? Can I have a symphony number five, no mustard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'd like it toasted, please. Can I have a requiem for a turkey on brie? <laughs> Thank you. Turkey on brie. <laughs> yeah, it's two pieces of brie, and there's turkey in betwixt. What's wrong with that? I know it's a soft cheese. You got to eat it quick. It's like an ice cream cone. It melts all over your trousers. Now you got you know, all these now brie. you got to wear that red shirt. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not on your torso. You got to wear the blue pants. Whoa. And they're big. The cheese pants. <laughs> they're bigger. Those are big. <laughs> they're bigger, dude. If you Did jumped you out of a let me just put it this way: If you jumped out of a plane with these pants, you might survive. Wow! Yeah, tape them to your ankles; they'll blow up like balloons. You'll float down like a piece of paper, <laughs> like a plastic bag. What were we talking about? So she is now legal age to be married. Oh yeah, but she's an unmarried woman. Oh, you read that she well, liked? I think it was just of the times. I well, she, she liked. Okay, are you saying that she liked not being on tour? Because that's very valid to not to like being at home. Yeah. You're a homebody. Did you read that she's a homebody? No, I didn't read that she was a homebody. Okay. I just read that I think she was fine with like understanding it. And then she would write letters to uh It was of the time it was what you did. Yeah. I think she I think what probably happened was Leopold. It's kinda like softball. Like, yeah, you can play till college. Yeah, yeah, but, but you're really gonna be a fucking professional softball on. player. What kind of pitch is that? <laughs> <laughs> Their underhand pitch is strange. My sister played for years. Really? Yeah. How many uh been to so many games. Really? Yeah. Her ma- she come back smelling like trout. <laughs> I always gave away Subarus at the end. That's fun. Participation Subarus. <laughs> <laughs> Great game, girls. Here are the keys. Beep, beep. <laughs> These seven stars represent my chakras. <laughs> it's wood paneled for the earth. Subarus. <laughs> Subarus. Sorry. I ate something I'm allergic to. My tongue's swelling up. Don't <laughs> 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 me get my happy bed. For the girl who you don't know you are yet. <laughs> For the woman you're about to become. Subaru. Subaru. Hey, yeah, there's a razor with a zero attached to it. Yeah, it's for when you shave your head. <laughs> it's in the glove compartment? Yeah. It's also, uh, okay. Enough. Oh, an Alanis Morissette CD stuck in the car. It's like I'm gay. <laughs> Is that Alanis Morissette? And I don't know yet. I don't know. That's is that Alanis Morissette? I thought she was uh, Rumors. One of the greatest albums of all time. Oh, is that Alanis Morissette? I and thought that was Fleetwood Mac. Oh, Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're like a Bob's Burgers character when <laughs> yeah. you did that. Uh, I don't know, Bob. Uh, I don't know, Bob. She seems pretty cool to me. You got to get out of here. I can't do Bob as well. Um, yeah, I can't do, uh, hey, Teddy. Hey, Teddy. He's always a little stuffy. Yeah. Tina. Tina. That was good. Tina. Hey, Bob, don't, don't ride her so hard. Hey, Bob. You really ride her hard. All right. Um, so we're, ta- oh, we're talking about an aunt. Nanarol understood her, her place given the time that she was born in. I think that Leopold maybe set the expectation that was like, look, you're a kid and this is fun, but... 
You got to yeah. pack up the water slide, hon. Yeah. You need to marry him. fun. You did a little tour, but yeah. now you got to marry up. You got to make me secure. And it's totally valid that she could have uh, lived a fulfilling life because she knew that was the, the, the bounds of society. It was weird, though. It was uh, apparently the only people who could play music, like aside from men, the only women who could play music were n- women of nobility. And it was thought that if you made uh, for nothing, you like after dinner, after the tea and crumpets had been set out, you wheel out your wife who's been practicing for years. She's a literal master of the piano. Isn't that just cool? Bang out a little ditty. Yeah. And then, you know, the men go talk about about how they're going to divide up India in the in the drawing room. Thanks, babe. That was very great. You're the best in the world. Anyway, can you do the dishes tonight? I'm going to go talk to the boys. Can you uh, pack it up and get the fuck out of here? It's men time. It's man time, babe. It's manneral time. (laughs) um, Wait, I had one more thing. Hold on. Women who did charge money for their music were thought of as prostitutes. Isn't that crazy? Why? Because they were like, what are, you, what are you doing out here making money for yourself? I don't know. It's like, what are you doing ma- out here making money for yourself? You're supposed to be part of, you're supposed to be trying to find yourself a family unit here and, uh, you know, you're just out a here companion. Yeah, plucking the harpsichord, you slut. You're born to get married and have kids and, you know, make more m- Wolfgangs. Yeah, they're more of a tool. And little girls to yes. stay at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're little uh, bun ovens. Yeah. But... You know, which sucks. Uh, And it's kind of funny because, like, reading about this, you know, I know we're always, we're not always, but it's just the case that, like, women get booked more because you need women on lineups. Yeah, you You do. You can have an all guy lineup. Yeah. The audiences are not all guys. You can have an all woman lineup, though. You can (laughs) have. It's called a PU. What stinks every Wednesday? It's called a scrimmage. (laughs) But. Yeah, who's taking a. But you read about this and you're, it's like thousands of years of this. So you're like, yeah, maybe give them 100 years. We'll go back. Oh, we'll go back. 2,101, it's back to Nanaril, baby. So she started uh, teaching with Leopold. So she helped her dad teach. She helped him get a lot of acclaim in teaching um, because I assume she was... (sighs) Because she was way more than just a teacher's assistant. She was like a master composer who could help these kids. She was like an extension of Leopold. Uh, and she also stuck with the piano. I mean, she <laughs> she played it like three hours a day. Yeah, she which definitely was good to hear. I was very happy to cool. Hear that. It was very cool to be like, oh, you're practicing. Oh, dinner's ready. All right. <clears throat> During the 70s, 17, 70s and 1780s, she wasn't allowed to go anywhere. She stayed in Salzburg, Germany. She was kind of supposed to just stay here and figure out who her husband's going to be. Yeah. She had some weird little fling with this guy who was never really mentioned again. And then she ended up marrying a magistrate, which is basically like a a government employee. His name was, uh, his full name, Johann Baptiste Franz von Berchtold zu Sonnenberg. I'm glad that we only have three names nowadays. That's too many names. The further back you go in history, especially really in the meat of the white 16 and 1700s, you got six names. Why do they have so many names? It's a it's it's a Latinx you know it number is? of names. They maybe do they want Santa Maria de Pedro. Seven numbers to a license plate, buddy. Keep it moving. <laughs> How am I gonna write my thank you cards when you take up the whole front with your name? Have a good summer. Move on. Okay. Leave some yearbook for the rest Dear of us. Dear Jean Van Clad Van Biesterstein of Holmenstein the Third Van Storpenstein, I've been thinking about you. It's like flip the page. I'm out of ink. Yeah. Lady. Yeah. Ink seven dollars right now. I got a cool Thanks, another ink bird. Russia. I don't know. It's just too many names. I'm glad we only have three. I honestly, no one, my middle name never comes in handy. No, never gets you out of a jam. Never got me out of a jam. No one's ever like, I'll shoot you in the head unless your middle name starts with an A. And I'm like, actually. Oh, thank God. 
It's actually Alex. Here's my uh, license. All right. I guess you're free to go. Uh, so she she married a boring government employee. A magistrate is just like a guy of the... Go- he's, you know, he's like, he's got nine to five, good benefits, tallying the te- the peasant bodies. How many dead do we have? Do we have enough leeches for the town? You know what I mean? He's doing the clerical work. He's, he's like a bureaucrat, sounds he's like. He's a bureaucrat. He's sorting, he's disposing of the poor who have died. Ooh. You know, the uh, the dead... No, he's not really, but the dead... Uh, the dead Mozarts, the five that couldn't be. He probably yeah, dealt he's got to go hire somebody to take. So he's just he's like got to go on Fiverr and find somebody. But apparently Leopold is happy with this guy. I guess if you're in the government, it's like cool back then. If you're a government employee now, people are like, oh, you must have a good job. But no one's like, that's so good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I moved. You know who was at the coffee table next that at the coffee shop that we moved to today was De Blasio. Really? Yeah. He was having coffee right coffee next to the coffee shop that you moved. Oh, okay. We parked the truck next to a coffee shop, and he, he was like, you guys, you guys are working hard. Really? He yeah. talked to you? Yeah. Oh, that's and cool. And we threw blood on him. Can nice. of blood. He's wearing fur. Yeah. Hot day. Yeah, yeah. Hot day to wear fur. No, he was out there, and uh, yeah. You're One, really trying to cool him down. My coworker goes, uh, hey, buddy, can you watch the truck? <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> no. <laughs> Proletariat bitch. <laughs> uh, so she marries this guy, Johan. Who has, this is his track record, Johan's track record, two dead wives, wow. five living kids. That's a red flag. <laughs> what are you doing? Swipe he's got a good job, baby. Or, no, he's got a good job. Swipe left on the dead no. wives and kids. That's already, that's like an instant you made it. I don't, don't want him going to have any more kids. He's killing me. You know what I mean? How'd these wives die? That's all I want to know. Look, a lot of people dying back then. So many people Maybe died. they weren't prodigies. <laughs> Maybe. They were late term, not prodigies. They had to go. Yeah. I think that's good because then you don't have to pop out a bunch of kids. She had two kids with him, but you're right. She didn't have a big family. And Leopold, actually, uh, her dad, helped her raise some of the kids in part because, woo, late, up, late night, late night up. She was having to um, commute. No, she was having to raise these kids that weren't hers. Oh, she was having okay. to raise these stepkids. So Leopold's pitching in. You know, She's helping out with the teaching. He's helping out with the rearing. He's got to like it. I think he wanted to he be like... He loves it. I think he wanted to be like, Leopold's how much you want to bet I can make this kid a genius? That's Leopold's gift. Yeah. Is inspiring genius. He's got this like Midas kid touch. You know, he touches a kid, turns him into a prodigy. Or kills him, feeds him to the prodigies. Yeah. That's what Leopold does. That's the Leopold method. What we're going to do here is we're going to... We put all our prodigies on a strict diet. It's the uh, hearts of people who haven't become prodigies yet. <laughs> it's the uh, hearts of the ones who couldn't shake it. Uh, do this m- subtraction for me. 1751, 1785. Oh, uh, fuck. Uh, 34. 34. Wow, okay. So she marries when she's 33. It's pretty late for then. She has a, her first boy when she is 34, named Leopold, Leopoldo, after her That's father. That's funny. That's always fun. fun. I like that it wasn't Leopold Jr., it's Leopoldo. Yeah, Leopoldo. Name my kid Zacco. 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 Zacco Russell. How we do? Hey, what's hey, up, guys? You might want to lock the door next time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Always burst into that's walls. my boy. That's my boy. I'm Zacho Russell, and oh. that's my boy. Oh, I was. Mi- oh, that's his kid. Who's his kid? Who? No, that's what you. You're Zacho. Oh, I'm Zacho. No, it's the dad. You go. That's I my would boy. Never, oh, that's Zacho. Okay, I'm not Zacho. Fucking idiot. Fuck, dude. You didn't get it after this long. I did not get it. You okay. didn't say it right. <laughs> that guy was watching us. At the, you know, I caught that guy looking at me. In the mirror? Sure. 
He goes, I'm he watching you. Too. What? He was high, too. He was he high, just kind of fucked up. I don't think he was checking it out, but he was like, I'm watching you. And, and I was he like, may be a little gay, but whatever. Just, come, no, just c- come back, pay us money, and watch the show. No, I don't think you should come back. Okay. <laughs> We're talking about a return, like probably three-time return customer to freestyle. No, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. I'd probably edit that out. Uh, the kid... So, okay. In 19... In se- I always do this. In 1785, she had her first kid named Leopoldo. The kid was so sick that she sailed from St. Gilgen, which is where they were living at the time. It's a beautiful island Great in Austria. Island. Try Saint to Gilgen. hang out there. Try to If you're going through Austria, try to swing by St. Gilgen. Uh, they sailed to Salzburg, where she was born, to be in the care of her father and the servants that her father had. So it's not doing that bad. It's a pretty good teacher. Uh, left the son there. She got back to St. Gilgen, sailed back, arrived, went, opened the door, checked her mail, bill, 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 letter from her father saying that her dad's going to keep the boy, raise him for a few months. Don't worry about it. He's got a little bit of a cough. I'm just going to, you know, change his diaper and uh, be a dad again. Yeah, very so strange. Be a, dad. a little weird, a little odd. And then, this is the weirdest part, a year passes. The maximum amount of time that a few months could possibly be. After 13, it's like... Where's my boy? Where is my my boy? Where is my boy? Father, where is my boy? (laughs) It sounds like like it's her servant. I wonder how many... Yeah. Father, the dishes are piling up. Where is my boy? Where is my boy? My harpsichord needs some grease. I need my boy. Do you think he... Well, okay, go ahead. So she gets another letter. I think I'll keep him. Just going to keep the boy. Boy's not yours. Boy's mine. His name's Leopoldo. That's I named I have, him after your son. I'm enacting eminent domain. That's my boy. Property of me. This continued until the dad died until in in uh, eighty seven. So not a crazy amount of time. He had I the kid for two like years. two years. But I don't know why you'd want to spend your last years raising a kid. I think that's what he loved to do most. That's what he loved to do most. I think that was his gift. I think and they I, had the piano and the, the harpsichord. What? The piano, piano. And the uh, the harpsichord. Let me teach you the piano. Let me teach you the. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. Why are you sitting so far away? So far away so from the piano. a little closer on the bench. I think they need to make the bench is a little bit smaller. That way you can be a little closer with your teacher. I wonder. Uh, well, I think she. You I don't re- have anything on the Italian pedophile piano riff. I think it was a good riff. Hold on, restart me. I say I think we should uh, make the benches a little bit uh, smaller. That way we can touch thighs and maybe synergize in the piano. My goal is for you to actually be sitting on top of me and you play the keys a little more secure while By you're By the my end lap. of the session, I will be totally on top of your fingers. I can put my hands on your fingers. I put my hands on your fingers. And you can play like me. I put, I put my cock <laughs> between your legs to kind of stabilize you. Make sure you don't fall off the bench. We're going, it's going to be a rocky wave. This is a romantic piece. It's not a Baroque anymore. It's a work I compose on myself. Uh, why does it say a comet the end? You'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the dad, the dad dies. What do you think about the dad? What do you think about this whole situation? I think that the dad, this is what I think. Nanerol is obedient to the dad. She's yes. done everything that she's ever needed to do to the dad. She, so from going on tour to leaving the tour, to marrying a bureaucrat. That father could have been like, look, I'm fucking your son in the ass. And I think she would have been like, well wishes, father. Right. Whatever you say. She would have thought it was a joke, actually. A poop based joke. On the, based on the jokes that they tell. Yeah. Oh, really? That's the yeah. jokes. Are, give me on these poop jokes. I'll give you the poop jokes. Sound like a little more of a sex jokes. I will. One thing is like, 
I think, uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think the dad's thing was to be a teacher. He loved to teach. I'm, yeah. I'm choosing to view it as less sinister of like, I'm taking your boy. They're not Italian, FYI. I'm just doing yeah. an Italian accent. Um, it's more like women be shopping. Yeah. Leopold be teaching. Yep. Leopold that's be just what he be. But you that's know? A, yeah, it's a good thing. He's a prodigy. To be taught by Leopold before he dies. It's not bad. He's 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 like giving children hands of the gods and sending <laughs> them off into the world. It's crazy. Yeah. Especially if it was a boy. He could be the next Mozart. You're playing Flight of the Bumblebees before you can shit in the toilet. He's literally changing you. And, and you're like... Brrrr. You're playing Merzerloo. Yeah. I call <laughs> this <laughs> next <laughs> one Eruption. <laughs> playing Dragon Force on the piano. He just shits. <laughs> Not that kind of Eruption, sweetheart. We'll get there. Um, all right. I actually... Uh, yeah, so I have, that's basically it about Nanoroll. I have one more thing about Nanoroll, and then um, I'm going to take a little break, do a little toke. You want a little toke? No. No? I'm going to I'm gonna get a little too tired. I'm, I'm coming out of the tired. I'll splash some water. Oh, good. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. Um, should make sure you're all good. Thank um, you. Oh. So Nanoroll ended up, she lived a pretty long life. She died in like the 1820s. Um. Uh, yeah, she's. I, I wish that we could hear some of her music. We just unfortunately have to take maybe some of what Mozart composed as like having her yeah. vi- having her blood in it. But uh, unfortunately, none of her compositions that she supposedly wrote survives. Yeah, which is very strange that they <laughs> kept all the letters, but they burnt it all is, her compo- compositions. It is weird. Yeah. Uh, was she the greatest of all time? Lost in the move. I feel like she was writing the best music of all time, and they had to burn it. <laughs> That's what it was, a conspiracy to keep women quiet. Maybe okay? she invented dubstep, and they're like, the world's not ready. Give them another 200 years. Burn it. <coughs> Bless you. <coughs> Bless you. Jeez, I really had a sneeze coming on. I think that's going to be it. I'm just trying to think of anything that we didn't record that we need to. Who would you rather be? Yes, that was it. This is actually harder than it seems. Nanuro lived to be like 50 or 60. Yeah. Maybe you, 70. you die? Be, I, I want to see when she lived to be. You, you riff. You talk about I it. I think I would have to do Mozart to know what it's like to tour as one of the greatest people to ever do something. It's got to be fun. It's got to be a f- more fun 35 years than her 50-something years. I don't know if it was 50. I think it was longer. Let's see. 78. Can I get a harp? 78. Ooh. 78 versus 35. I'm going to go Mozart. The Fuck you, dude. Really? Yeah. You know what? If my dad raised my kid for me, I have a nice little vacation with the stepchildren. I marry a nice government official. I'm a master pianist. I play that every day. I teach. You got to take in the simple things in life. If I was an introvert, it really depends on her demeanor. You know what I mean? If she really liked being at home, that's a great life. Yeah. But if she wanted to be a star and die of miliary fever, <laughs> and she chose wrong. What is that? What are the symptoms of that fever? You get a bunch of red uh, spots. It's like it's like you have like little uh, smaller than corn, like corn kernels, red spots all over your body, and huge fevers, and you're sick, and you're pale, and you're gonna die. Wow. So that's what he died of, his miliary fever. I think I might honestly be in a neuro because I I might have through Wolfgang snuck some of my work into history. Got it. Yeah, the, when they're pub- they're published differently, right? Yeah, Wolf. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wolfgang Amadeus versus Amadeus Wolfgang. Yeah. So there's theories out there that she may have uh she may have penned some. Dang, work. that's tough, dude. I still want to know what it's like to be like a touring. I know, but yeah, it's tough. I think we're I, us. Yeah, I think I gotta go Wolfie. We're us, and that's what we want. Yeah, I want to go Wolfie. But I think for most people, you might actually want the life in an Yeah, to nice enjoy life. 
I mean, you got to give life some credit. Yeah. You want to die in five years? I don't. But, but you were never, living life you were is never like a child Drake? star. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could get shot on Degrassi. That sounds tight. Yeah, that sounds sick, dude. Is that how he got paralyzed? Yeah, I think he was shot in the Fuck back. Yeah, good. Yeah. Glad I got that. Um, I, guys, I think that's going to do it. I think we got to go to bed. Sorry, I'm trying. No, no, no. I think it's it. I mean, I think we did it, Charles. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you one one final challenge. Now that now that the hot sauce is flowing through your veins, now that you're on number ten, you've finished the gauntlets of wings. What do you have to say to the people? What are you trying to get out there? What kind of plugs? Where can they find you on social media? What tell tell the people where it's at. You can find me on my social medias at Charles underscore Engel. That's E N G L E. You can find us live in New York City every Tuesday and every Friday. At Freestyle Comedy Show Instagram. Come and see us. Come to a show. We offer free foods and drinks. Zach, let me ask you one question. Now that you've muscled your way through the podcast and gotten through this episode. Where can I find you, man? (laughs) You can find me at Zach Russell Comedy. Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. You know the name. You know the name. It's Zach Russell Comedy. Double E, double S, double L. Russell double underscore mania on Twitter. Thank you guys for listening. Um, we're also going to put this outro at the end of the regular episode. So if you listen to the outro for the picture, it's going to be the exact same. So, so I hope we don't cook up new outros for the Patreon and I the hope you appreciate A lot work, of letters are coming in. The work and the dedication. Charles and I got to write some scat poetry to uh, bookers because we're trying to tour this pod live. If you want to see us live, Hit us up. Let us know. We uh, we got an offer to do a live podcast. Hey, we could. We legitimately oh, we could, totally could down do there. Yeah, that would actually be a good spot to do it. it Everyone smokes. Good spot. Yeah, go get. That could one. actually be super fun. Yeah, it would be fun. We could. We should I know. Do in it. front of Luis, our default is shut it down. No, that's a good idea. No, he just wants to have. He a, has good ideas, but yeah. I can tell every time he says something, he's like, "Ah, it'll be good." I know. Yeah, we'll talk about it. And you're sh- internally much. shaking. When he talked to you today, I want to be like, "Hey, man." Chill the fuck out. I wish you kind of. I wish you would have punched him for me, bro. I know. I kind of felt weird just standing by. I was no, like, "Hey, good. man, fuck you." I stood up for myself. Yeah, too. you did. It's all good. Also, okay. we love Luis. <laughs> Luis is a great guy. Luis is the best. It's just like initially we were like, "What's going on?" Is he? But he is a legit businessman who has good ideas. He is. I think he just is so high energy. You're like, "What's going on?" Yeah. Are you real or are you just on coke? Like, right. And then you're like, "Oh no, the turns the money. out it's both." Yeah. And uh, it works. <laughs> it works does for work. him. Um, so thanks for listening to the pod, guys. Have a lovely evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you're listening. Uh, follow us for more shit. We're, uh, we're going to be putting out more content until I have to do this silly TV show, which maybe we can do some phone call sneaky recordings yeah, I think from. So. And uh, until then, namaste. Namaste. And uh, Nanaril. Nanaril. You've Long been brought into the light. You brought into the light, Nanaril. Give me a clean that. Give me a clean. Nanaril, you have been brought into the light. What's up, everybody? This is Charles. That's the episode for this week, but we did an entire hour's worth of content for the Patreon. We talked things like Wolfgang's wife, his obsession with poop. We throw in a little freestyle rap for y'all. Here's a little sneak peek. Wolfgang Mozart was a modern man in two respects. He lived with his wife before they married, and this guy ate ass. Mmm. <laughs> Oh, yeah. At least he wrote about it a lot. And you have to imagine that if you're going to mention shit or ass eating, ass pumping, ass shitting 39 times in letters you send to your family, 
you're going to be into the asshole. You're going to be eating ass. You're going to be diving into that peach almost daily. Yep. He loved shit jokes. Two girls, one cup would have been his Borat. You know what I mean? He would have thought it was... Maybe it was part of the mental illness. No, I mean, that's that... Okay, I, this really makes me mad, actually. I don't know if... And maybe he was a shit-loving weirdo, and this is a weird pathology that he has that is bad. But I, from what I read about Mozart, it's a lot of jokes. It's just jokes. So I, you know, he's, like, joking about shit. I'll read you the letter, and then we can discuss, like, different people's criticism of it. I'm just going to read you the full letter. It's going to be more, uh, more impactful. This is a letter that he wrote to his cousin... Marie Anne, I now wish you a good night. Shit in your bed with all your might. Sleep with peace on your mind and try to kiss your own behind. I now go off to Never Never Land and sleep as I much sleep as much as I can stand. Tomorrow we'll speak freely, sensibly with each other. Oh, my ass burns with fire. What on earth is the meaning of this? <laughs> Maybe Muck wants to come out. Yes, yes, Muck. I know you, see you, taste you. And what's this? Is it possible? Ye gods! Oh, ear of mine, are you deceiving me? No, it's true. What a long and melancholic sound. Today is the, r is the right I fifth this letter. You know what that means? Yesterday I talked with the stern Frau Churfsturstin. Churfsturstin, you know about Frau Churfsturstin? <laughs> a very notable figure in history. And tomorrow on the 6th I will give a performance in Frau Churfsturstin's chambers, as the first Sturster said to me herself. I am here to say first Sturstin. Are you sure you're supposed to be here? Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Were you recently in a car accident? For Call sure. for sure, 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 and associates. Call winning. <laughs> Call for sure, 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 and sure, sure, sure. We'll be there. So we'll stupid. be there for sure, for sure. <laughs> it's so stupid. This commercial was for sure, for sure, by for sure, sure, for sure, sure, for sure, for sure, I will be there. <laughs> for sure, for sure. For sure, for sure. This guy <laughs> talks about shit so much in his letters. Like, what are these lines? By the love of my skin, I shit on your nose so it runs down your chin. I think he's just having huh? a good time. He's having a good time. Yeah. These are fun jokes. They're fun. Who's going to shit? He's basically being like, I'm going to shit on your chinny chin chin. Yeah. It's just a cute he's little He's literally poem. rhyming. One of his letters, he starts like this. So sorry to hear that air abet salete.